0: Hello, and thanks for joining today's episode of the Founders Corner Podcast, hosted by AJ Prasad. Join AJ as he sits down with healthcare professionals to discuss ways of improving their marketing efforts. As an entrepreneur and proud owner of several seven-figure web-based businesses, AJ has now dedicated himself to helping healthcare professionals in building up their practices. If you would like to contact AJ and become a guest on the Founders Corner Podcast, fill out the form on our website. In today's episode, AJ will be speaking with Dr. Ruth Reisman, a licensed audiologist that specializes in individuals with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Her goal is to utilize auditory therapy and communication planning to improve attention, behaviors, and social-emotional skills. Enjoy the show.
1: Hi, Ruth. How are you?
2: I'm doing well. And yourself?
1: Fantastic. Uh, Friday evening can't complain you know what it depends on where you are what where are you right now where i am days?
2: actually i'm in new york so yeah okay it's, it's close to friday <sighs> evening for me as well
1: yeah it, yeah this is like sort of friday afternoon is two o'clock i'm in nashville right now i'm i'm talking from nashville
2: okay so yeah <laughs>
1: just I've... just one hour before you so so Ruth, um i i believe uh, Oliver, Oliver has already shared um, our plan with you. Um, our audience are all mostly, I shouldn't say all because I don't you know, I don't check them, but sure. most of our audience are uh, healthcare providers themselves. So uh, what we, the reason we do this, uh, uh, you know, podcast is to really understand what is your problem and share, you know, some of the potential solutions. And the reason we do it is, uh, as as you can imagine, most of the healthcare providers, you know, their issues are very similar so they can relate to it. And hopefully they can learn something or they <clears throat> is it helpful for them? But at the same time, definitely, you know, our goal is to also make it helpful for you uh, so, so that you can uh, come out of this, uh, this discussion with, with you know at least some ammunition, uh, in in for your, in, in your plan. So so that, and so so the best way to do that we would love to, for you to quickly talk about you and your business in a few minutes so that people can relate to exactly what you're doing, uh, and then all the questions will be much more relevant to them also. So why sure. don't you, yeah, go ahead. Of
2: course. So yes, my my full title is actually Dr. Ruth Reisman. I am a clinical audiologist by trade um, and I kind of support the field on on multiple fronts, I would say. I um, work in hearing implants, so various types of implants um, in terms of Mm -hmm. um, educating and rehabilitating, uh, educating audiologists and rehabilitating patients with implants. Um, I also serve as a university professor um, but my main uh, goal in terms of this podcast is talking about my business, which is um, urban hearing. Mm-hmm. So myself and my business partner, we were colleagues for a long time. Um, we have a virtual private practice um, where we diagnose and rehabilitate various hearing and auditory disorders. Um, so mm-hmm. it's it's definitely been uh, really interesting in terms of growing and developing the business, and and then you know, my purpose here is to really understand how to target the marketing and, and the dollars in terms of the expense of where it would best be spent, so that we can achieve our goals in ultimately helping more people.
1: Perfect. So (laughs) tell me how long you have you had this business?
2: So yes, uh, we've I've actually been in business, um, for three years and I've been, and -hmm. and it hasn't looked the way that it looks now, just like all businesses, it kind of evolves. Um, and I took on, Mm -hmm. um, I took on a business partner actually last year in August, so, Truly, the business model as it is now um, hasn't even been Mm -hmm. functional for a year, but we've been pretty successful in growing the business, developing the model, and obviously helping a lot of people, which is what what the goal was um, on the onset to really fill this niche um, that isn't being serviced for patients with these types of disorders.
1: So so you said that it's all virtual, right? So um, when you are doing the virtual, uh, virtually when you are talking to your patients. So do you have some electronic equipment through which you can do some testing or tell me how you you can do some testing uh, issues virtually?
2: So yeah, that that's a great question. So there is one portion mm-hmm. of it where it's actually in person, um, but it's our that practice is actually not in the States. Um, our physical practice mm-hmm. is actually out in Bermuda. So we support patients in Bermuda okay. where they don't have hearing health care. But yes, um, like uh-huh. this, we do have um, materials where we assess the patients, and they're all calibrated and pre-recorded. Um, so a lot of the mm-hmm. testing that we do is um, is what we call supra-threshold. So it's not necessarily identifying the hearing threshold; it's really assessing how the auditory system functions um, beyond the softest mm-hmm. sound, so comfortable volume levels. So yes, we use proprietary software um, to assess the patient. And we actually assess the patient in multiple ways. So there's a subjective portion. There's a portion that's done live virtually with the patient. And then there's another Mm -hmm. assessment that's done, uh, again, more objectively on an iPad. And that's kind of how we take all three of those evaluations to make the um, the most appropriate and most accurate diagnosis. And from there, we (laughs) develop the rehabilitation program for the patient, which is done, which is customized for each patient and done one-on-one.
1: Okay. Okay, wonderful. So, uh, no, I can see that. So how, you said you are, you have grown well, you're fairly successful. So how are you getting your patient? How are they finding you?
2: So that's, that's a great question. A lot of what we've been doing so far is basically just grassroots marketing. Um, So all of those uh, professional connections that I've had in the past that I know services Mm -hmm. population, but don't know who to send them to for the support for the best support. um, We've kind of just spoke to them, let them know this is what we're doing. And because we're so unique in what we do, um, they do send us direct referrals in terms of exactly what mm-hmm. we need and exactly the patients that need our services right. and help. Um, but we also do okay. a lot of social media marketing, um, a mm-hmm. lot of Google Google uh, search stuff. And then I do a lot of um, what's called, I guess, a lot of press releases where I'm quoted in various mm-hmm. articles. So when people can... Research me. I'm very visible on on the internet and in social media.
1: Oh, okay, perfect, very good. So, so good. I think I, you know, I have a good idea of of what what you you do and how you are getting your business. So let's see. Um, let's go through your questions to see if we can help any further
2: yeah, that would that would be great. I guess, like you said, we've gotten to this point where we've grown and we do get um, referrals, but now we're actually adding um, other clinicians in other states to do this. And as you know, I mean, I'm not in every state, so I don't have those professional connections in every state. So we're looking towards other ways that we can market. Um, to gain the target market in in other states or in in areas that we don't have those personal one-on-one connections, Um, Mm -hmm. which is why I had asked those questions about like, you know, where is the best place to invest our marketing dollars to really get the most appropriate leads? And when I'm thinking about that, I'm thinking about in other areas where I don't have these professional connections, how can we, um, Mm -hmm. how can we use our marketing dollars to get the most appropriate
1: uh, leads for the business. So, um, so uh, you know, let me just suggest something, maybe slightly different. So, I would say you should have your effort. So, so definitely you want to get the uh, the the patients directly. So, so that that is given. Uh, but you should also, I would say, you know, invest some marketing and not like huge amount of dollar, but at least. Through social media and all, or, or through your other organizations that you, <coughs> audiologists to to get uh, to reach out to those you no know, the the referrals that you are getting right because with your practice it's, it's also uh, win win because you you said that part of uh, you know part of it is is has to be like in office visit and that's where. I guess you can. You could be recommending people over there uh, for that. So, so I would say. So, so of course, um, you, you know, you may want to look into how do I expand that uh, network, right? In, in the new place that you are doing, and and along those lines, I would say, in order for you to kind of grow and and don't sink a lot of money before you hopefully start to get the return is make it very intentional. In other words, don't go all over. Add one market at a time. You, you want to have go to a market, get, get to a critical uh, mass, just like you have in uh, New York, right? So, mm-hmm. so that way you can focus on, on getting uh, your network built also and getting the marketing um, done so that you, you can start to have these uh, patients that, you know, your local uh, other clinicians can see. So that would be, that. that's one, that is, I would say, just a starting point in terms of strategy. I would say just go, you know, in other words, go market after market. Uh, not everywhere, because for a, for a small business uh, like us, it becomes really difficult to go into all place at all time. right? Unless you have a a Huge amount of dollars uh, backing you up for marketing and and everything, right? So, so having so that that's the first thing that I would say is uh, to make sure that your money goes farther, or really you don't lose a lot of money uh, in you know before you want, you would even know if it is going to is working or not. Best thing is to pick up one market at a time, and and really I'm saying you know maybe. Uh, a year from now, you'll be comfortable to hit five market at one time. But again, be very intentional about the area, because you ha- you know your business model, the current business model. You you just you want to replicate that. I would not um, try a new business model, um, you know, because you don't know if it's working or not. You have something working, you want to replicate it. and and, and the best way to do it is go into a market. And, uh, uh, you know, you don't have to wait forever. You can reach out to the referring, um, I don't know, clinicians, physicians. uh, I'm sure that you can get the list of all those people, right? So you can reach out directly, build that network, and obviously you you already know how to do marketing to get the patients. So so that will be my, my first advice, right? So... Um, to be most effective, just be very, very planned, very focused on one market at a time. Okay. No, and, that's great. That's uh, and great so,
0: advice.
2: Thank you.
1: Uh, and sure. You're welcome. And so, so that was that. And then, then your, your next question was, what's the most effective marketing for that? Um, <laughs> what, what was your, your qu- next question?
2: Yeah, I guess what is what is the best way to get um, like a steady stream of of patients, especially in in like we said in markets or in states where I didn't originally have those very strong professional networks or relationships.
1: Um, yeah, so so again, you know, you did not build the net current network that you have in a day anyway, right? So. So the first thing is start doing that. Don't uh, and you know that's my point. Start building the network. And come up with with a plan. You would know the list of the doctors. Obviously, uh, you 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 know once once you know there, you can reach out. You can you can let them inform them about you know the fact that you are launching in this market is unique and how everyone else is using it. So 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 do that. Uh, you know first thing first and then in terms of getting to the client i mean right now you said that you are using social media to get uh, get new patients uh, i i would i would continue on doing that social media you know paid advertising because the, for the patient they when they come to you you are, you are uh, they are coming to you for because of your unique processes right because of what you are offering so, for the patients, they don't know if you have a network or not, right? You are still treating uh, people and it's effective. So, I would do, and if you, and, and by the way, when you are doing it for one market, so suppose you're in New York and you decide that next you want to go out in Chicago, when you're just doing in Chicago, then you would have a much easier time, or whoever is doing marketing for you will have a much, much easier time targeting. Uh, in 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 a small area, in Chicago, and understand and come up with a plan, with I would say you know within with a, with the least amount of money. I mean, marketing you always want to reach a point where you know that if you are putting ten dollars, you are getting X dollars, right? You know, ten X some ten plus, uh, and and but in order to get to that point, you almost always have to. Uh, invest some money because marketing I always try to explain is it is it is a science but it's not pure science (laughs) you know it's not math where it is always exact so so yes you know you have some proven method you want to try it in the new uh, new place and figure out at what what is the critical point where you know that okay I'm getting for example one patient for after spending 25 dollars of marketing that's the patient acquisition cost for me once you have identified that it will become now you know whether it will work or not right if if it's good enough you can ramp it up if you say i don't make profit at this price then then the focus is how do we reduce the cost of you know patient acquisition right so so that's the you know that will be that that's my suggestion and again this will become easier for you if you are, you know, growing one market at a time, right? Or, you know, like targeted growth, one or two or three, but you would know who the people are, the, you know social media. And then, uh, then one thing that I do always recommend is uh, have a, a process in place, uh, you know, within your organization, so that the patients who have seen, and you know that they are very happy, you should be able to go and uh, reach out to them for uh, referrals also. So yes, you know, you have referrals from the professionals, but the happy patients, they are some of the best referrals, and especially when you're talking about hearing, uh, because, you know, I'm getting to that age. So I know that <laughs> most, of the, most of the people, not all, most of the people with hearing issues, know other people who have hearing issues, right, just because of the age factor. Uh, uh, right there. So aging is, is just gets you know everyone. Uh, uh, so so having that referral uh, program where you are uh, automate some maybe automated so that you are asking the patient for uh, referral. So that that is I would say that is something that you I'm hoping that you already have it with the country because when you are launching in a new market. You know, the first you you want to tap to your current uh, patient base, right? And say, hey, you know, I'm now opening, um, expanding in Chicago. Do you have people over there? Please let us uh, let them know. So create a channel for your own happy patients to to kind of become your, uh, say, a viral marketer. So they can tell other people, um, you know, to do that. So it I would say it's a very needs to be very well planned where you have to have a a plan to reach out to the um, you know to the uh, referring uh, clinicians there and uh, again have the patient have your patient that you should know tell them make sure that uh, now your digital marketing it shows up in that market because you are, now you are talking about your services for the right keyword. Uh, including the, you know, your paid advertising, everything you're doing, social media. So that, that, that's what I would do, but they have a plan. Uh, and, and with really, I, I always say plan with intentions. All I mean is you should have some sort of um, expectations, right, in, in terms of return on your investment. Because that way, so for example, if you already have a plan to say, okay, I'm going to launch social media in Chicago, I suppose you're going in Chicago. And and my goal is to spend $500 and acquire 10 new patients. So when you have that that kind of uh, focus, then are, uh, whoever is helping you with marketing would know what to do. They would, They may come back and say, it's not possible. Is it possible? Or, or you're very generous. You can get it for 25 or something. But but that's what I, I always mean, have a plan. When you are spending any marketing dollar, you should have some expectations in terms of what kind of result I should get, right? And and again, you won't get all the time, but just trust me, um, whoever, know, I, I wish that I knew the names, but whoever said that, um, you know, having no plan is the best plan to fail. So you, you have to have a plan with some, some goal um, in there. So I, so I, I think that it, it will totally depend on your budget for that market, and, and you, you need to allocate. But again, you want to go with that kind of planning. You want to know that, okay, this is a new market, I'm going to invest this much money, and then the moment you, then you, you say, okay, where can I get it so that I get the highest return on investment? And you may have to try a few things. You may already have, from your experience, say, "Hey, you know, I'm going to the new market. I'm just going to focus on um, whatever Google, AdWords." So, w- which which is perfectly all right too. And, and and again, like I said, you're when it comes to getting referrals from clinicians, that is a longer process. But you want to start it. You know, the longest journey still starts with the first step. So. Uh, you you want to get that thing started. I'm I'm very uh, I always tell people I'm very strong on having a referral business because that's what makes your uh, you know eventually you you work less and you get more <laughs> you no, know that's... more uh, by doing that.
2: No, I would agree. And then then like you said, you get more quality uh, referrals as well, which is why it worked mm-hmm. so well in in New York because of that prior network that we yeah. had. I guess my my follow-up question to that is because you know how they always say, you know, you have to spend money to make money. I personally like to fun to to operate in the positive. I never like to to be yeah. put the business in debt in any way. But um is there something to kind of spend spending more marketing dollars in order to get that return on investment or is it better to be cautious like you said take one market at a time and start with what works before investing yeah. in in more
1: sure so so whoever says that you know you have to spend money to make money typically has a lot of money and <laughs> and more typically someone else has a lot of money right so i'm I have been in, in the corporate world before. I've been in the VC world before. And, and, and I know that, you know, when they get like a money from, from VCs, you see that they just blow it so fast. Uh, and, uh, and still, I mean, I'm not saying that it always fails because they feel like they are empowered to do that. And, and candidly, there are a lot of uh, the investors, the VCs, who want them to blow the money faster in other words they want them to grow fast and if in the in the process they lose some money so be it now for a small business owners like you and me uh, unless you have some money allocated it's like hey you know this x hundred thousand dollars i'm just going to to really spend and see whether it works or, or not i always uh, i i always like and by the way even when i was in corporation in the hundred years back uh in those days we had a much more cautious approach. Was always about test it, right? So anything that you you want to to do, you can test it. So if you're doing, for example, Google AdWords, you can limit it to a, a zip code literally if you wanted, right? You can limit to the uh, to the gender, to the uh, you know to um, age group, whatever you want. So you you may want to really narrow target first. Uh, and and go after a very narrow, um, you know, market. And as you fine tune it, so you know, one say you, you go to one zip code. You know, I'm just throwing an example. i you could start with five. I'm not saying that one will be sufficient. But if you go to a very limited geography, and then now, if instead of spending ten thousand dollars in the whole market to figure out whether this will work or not, you could spend $500 and you would know exactly what to, what to expect, right? You, you, you would know that, for example, if you're doing Google AdWords, you would know that, oh, these are the, the keywords that work, right? You know, this is a landing page that works. So, so, so my, my thing always is you, being cautious doesn't mean being Pennywise found foolish. And uh, you know, for me, being cautious means you want to test it first before you go out and blow a lot of money. Because just trust me, Google take take a lot of your money. <laughs> if you if they had their way, they would take all your money. And then if you are successful, great. If you're not, they would say, hey, you know, you just you know you we just advertise. So whoever <laughs> you are advertising with, I mean, that is their approach. Uh, so ultimately, you are responsible for making sure that. Your money is spent, uh, you know, on, on, on the right programs. So, it's, again, you don't have to spend a lot of money to know what will work and what will not work. And, and like I said, once you know that it works, if you, if you can, on Google AdWords is a, is a good example, if you can figure out that, okay, I know, I, I know that $50 gives me a patient, now you, you know, is it working or not working? And you can get to that point. Uh, for sure, there. When when you are when you are working with these uh, Google's, uh, you know, with uh, digital marketing aspect, all at least. Even if you are going to advertise in a local newspaper, it's the same thing. Is just for, if you are inserting a flyer, make sure that you are first inserting in a very small group instead of inserting hundred thousand. Start with ten thousand and see what happens. Right before you you go uh, full blown. Mm-hmm. Um, are you doing any kind of uh, non traditional marketing or are you doing just everything digital right now
2: so in term you mean like har, uh hard t- hard materials yeah, using hard yeah. materials so yeah i would yeah uh, yeah i do mail to some you know to some uh referral sources like flyers pamphlets and then like business cards so we do have those available okay. um
1: perfect perfect
2: yeah, putting them in like offices and things like that so that if anyone, if it does come up, they, they have the opportunity to pick up the pamphlet. Again, I think one of the other questions that I had is because I know in the traditional sense, people think here, you know, as audiologists, we assess hearing and then provide hearing aids. But what we do is a little bit different. It's actually real. the majority of our patients actually have normal hearing, but function mm-hmm. as though they have hearing loss. So that's not as Uh clearly understood as, oh, I have hearing loss. My doctor told me I need hearing aids. So let me go buy hearing aids. I guess the other question was if the, although it's a needed um, area within the healthcare and medical field, um, Mm -hmm. it's just not as easily understood as like, okay, I have a scrape. I need a band aid. It's not like a, it's not a common, it's not a common, Treatment plan, so to speak. It's more al- not alternative, but I would just say it's it's very specific to those to those who need it. And so sometimes it's hard, mm-hmm. even though if we're we are marketing, it's not necessarily the message is not getting across um, to the right to the right people, so to speak.
1: Yeah. Um, so so do you you know that to me is one of the solution for that is going to be, uh, you add some some self test, you know, at no cost or something on your website or, or in your, in your campaign, when you're marketing campaign, because uh, like you, you are rightly said, uh, you know, I'm, I explained that as it's always much easier to sell, you know, aspirin versus vitamin, right? Aspirin is, I have a headache right now. So I I need a cure. Um, Vitamin is something, Hey, and it's going to help me, over a period of time, but you don't really see that help mm-hmm. per se immediately. So, for people who don't think that they have uh, any need for, uh, for you know for for uh, hearing uh, help support, I would say just uh, do you have? On I'm assuming that you you may have. Do you have something on the website where I can go and quickly check and say, hey, you no, know, I I think I should uh, reach out to her. Uh, because, you know, you you just, you know, there's some sort of self-diagnosis that can be done easily. Is is, is this something that you, you can provide?
2: So we do have like um, a checklist. Like if you experience these symptoms, you might have an auditory processing disorder, but maybe like you said, it might be good to have like an interactive questionnaire or an interactive yeah. exam on the website that people, that you, like mm-hmm. you said, take this screening to see if you might be a candidate for this type of therapy. Um, and then that's maybe a way to capture the patient information who might be thinking about, maybe I need this help. Correct. Y-
1: yes, it's, it's both point. way, And also, you know, you would have some, you know, the patients come, you know, if, if someone takes, for example, if someone goes through the pain of taking this quiz or test, uh, you know, I don't know, it could be uh, something that is just, Q and A. Something could be you listen to it and you respond uh, and and you know let us know what you heard sort of thing. But ultimately, if someone has gone through, uh, spent 10 minutes uh, to do a quiz and the conclusion is that uh, this you know you need some help. Now I don't know your business model, but you can always. I don't know. Like for dentists, they always have like, okay, you can get a free X-ray and stuff like that. Uh, or if not, then you can always give them a discount, right? Because you already know that they are qualified, um, you know, patients for you for your business. So you can say, okay, you know, we'll will give you a, you know, the first a free consultation uh, <clears throat> or something. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. I don't know if you are doing right now or not free consultation. But if but if you are not doing it, then this gives you an option to do it, right? Where you just say, hey, you know, take the quiz, and if we find out that uh, if and you find out that you may need some help, you know, you'll we'll do a free first consultation or give you a discount, but but something to do that, but because I think that uh, it's really hard to convince someone to go out and. And test something, unless they they are feeling that pain. Uh, so you want to do that, and then also in terms of marketing, how do you how do you get someone to take that test? You will probably need to go to the <laughs> really through the influencer of those people. You know, for example, spouses. Uh, they are the, the biggest sufferer, right? With some, you know, when <clears throat> when their spouse um, he or she decides that they are not, they are not, uh, <laughs> they don't want, uh, um, you know, I'm fine, I don't have any hearing problem, but you know that your significant others knows <laughs> very well that you have. And they, so, you, you know, you will have to devise a marketing program, and that's where the social media comes in very handy, where you want to drive people to take this self-assessment uh, test. Uh, and, and like you, you rightly said, it gives you a chance to, um, you know, to either send them an offer later on, or do it right there. That hey, you know, you need that. If if you you know click here to to do this, because that's the only place that's available. Click here to set up an appointment. Uh, you know, free consultation. Um, something that again, um, like I said, there is never a magic in uh in marketing i have not seen i've been in marketing field for a very 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 long time now uh, most of my long enough that most of my colleagues have retired uh, and i can tell you that there are seldom there are very few home runs in any marketer's ca- career i don't care you know some obviously marketers only talk about their big big successes and you think that wow you know this, this Person is genius, but generally speaking, uh, you you will hit singles and doubles. You know, many many times more than you will hit a you'll hit a home run very once in a while. Uh, so 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 that that's what I'm saying. You you have you just need to move the needle. And I would say you have to have something that is self-assessment. Otherwise, you'll have a. And then the other thing of obviously is to uh, try to get consultation, even without self-assessment, like you're doing right now, but reach out to the significant other, reach out to the influencer of, uh, you know, those uh, families. So, you know, you can even create a some sort of, uh, I'm, and by the way, I'm sure that there are forums on, on the internet right now, you know, for spouses trying to figure out how do I convince my significant others to go and and do a test. Right. You know, the hearing test. So, so, again, so that that would be the it, you have to think out of the box on something like this uh, that, that we are talking about. And and I can see, uh, yes, you know, there is a good potential there. But the convincing is the thing and best way to convince is like here you can do a self test. OK.
2: Yeah, no, I think those are two very Big pearls of wisdom right there is having that interactive test. Something that I honestly, I mean, I thought about it on the professional side, but I think it might be worthwhile on the patient side, like you said, to capture um, people who are actually in need of the service and then giving them, in, like incentivizing them, which was kind of one of the things that I said, like right. incentivizing people um, to either come on or refer someone who might need um, yeah. the service and then you know like mm-hmm. and then the other thing that i didn't think about is reach out to those platforms where there's family members that are concerned about their significant others or family members loved ones that have hearing problems and um and offering them even that option
1: yeah i mean it you know it's almost any any issue you you find you will see you know there are foreign people are always asking and you know i my neighborhood has a forum and and we we got asked is like hey you know what's the optimal temperature for ac because i guess uh in this particular family there is a perpetual discussion between husband and wife about what's the and where the thermostat should be <laughs> so it it's like you everything has and and the, and there's a significant others that deal with so I'm pretty sure that you all you have to do is just go in and check, and I would sign up for by the way, on those forums also,
2: yeah, I think I think a lot of like Facebook and things like that have those platforms, so I'm definitely gonna look into that,
1: yep, yep, yes, yes,
2: for sure, um, I think those were all were all my questions, and like I said, like I said, you gave me some pearls of wisdom that I think I'm going to start with that hopefully like will um create some form of a shift especially in in the the new market that we're trying to tackle now.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I you know I hope that you are planning on on going going one by one or two by you know adding two or three maximum at a time. Um uh, because like I said when when you're growing you want to make sure that you have staff, you know rather than sprinkle your resources all over uh, You know, in marketing, we used to call it spray and pray. You want to focus on one market at a time become, you know, once you have a a successful plan where it is at least uh, generating positive cash flow, then you can start to think about the next market because you know uh, how long it takes, uh, you know, to to get to the level where you are. Right. So now with, with the experience that you have, it should be easier for you. So so I'm, you know, I'm wishing you a huge success
2: and it's
1: pretty smart. I don't, I've not met many uh, entrepreneurs who went out and and got a partner because it's like, Hey, you know what? I think I need some help. So the fact that you are willing to ask for help just already tells a ton, you know, about you. So best wishes, hopefully, you know, we will hear some good news and by the way, anything if any you have any specific questions ever, it's not like we are not disappearing. You can always drop an email to Oliver and, and I'll be happy to send an email back with an answer. So it's it's don't feel Thank like so this is the end of it.
2: Okay. Well, thank you all for the opportunity. And I did want to speak a little bit about Urban Hearing. And you can find more about our company on urbanhearing.com. So that's www.urbanhearing.com. And we do on that platform, um, evaluate hearing disorders as specifically auditory processing disorders, and offer uh, therapy and rehabilitation for those disorders. And it's pretty miraculous what we can achieve um, with our patients in terms of helping them hear uh, better and communicate better with those who are most important to them in their lives. Um, And as I said, if anyone um, who mentions this podcast is, is open to having a free consultation, and we can speak about how we can best help your communication and hearing needs.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of the Founders Corner podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and follow us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud. If you are interested in being a guest, be sure to visit our main page at www.gmrwebteam.com forward slash the Founders Corner.